We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. We're going to share with you some things about corresponding action. You see, sometimes people misunderstand corresponding action and it gets them in trouble, really. I want to reiterate some things, first of all, that we've said about faith because I think these things are important. I made the statement that your faith will rise no higher than your confession. You see, the Bible says here in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, verse 23, says, let us hold fast to the confession or profession, it says in the King James, but actually it means the same word translated confession. So he says, let us hold fast to the confession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that has promised. So we need to hold fast to the confession of our faith. Then your confession or your faith, and let's say it this way, your faith will never rise any higher than your confession of God's word. Now when you realize that, it gets the point over to you how important confession of God's Word is, how important it is to say what God has said, instead of saying what the devil said or what someone else said. Confession is to faith like thrust is to an airplane. Unless there's some thrust, then you're not going to have any lift on the wing. And uh, you're going to crash if you don't have confession to your faith, because you have to confess God's Word. You have to speak God's Word. Now, the reason you have to do that is not because God's tried to make it hard on you. God's trying to get it over to you how it comes. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and you won't hear it as well unless you speak it yourself. Now, that's the thing that we need to realize, and this is the point that many people don't understand. They don't realize that faith comes more quickly when you hear yourself speaking, quoting, and saying what God said. You see, I can say it all day long, and it won't affect you as much as if you would speak it two or three times, because your voice is picked up by the inner man, by the spirit man, or the inner ear, and fed directly into the human spirit. So then the confession of God's Word is the thing that causes faith to come. Faith is not blind, it always sees. Now, you hear people talk about blind faith. Faith is not blind. Faith always sees through the storm. Faith always sees the end results. Instead of seeing what is and getting centered up on what is at this point, faith always sees the end results. And that's the way Jesus operated in it. That's the way the Bible says to operate in it. I think the Apostle Paul put it this way. He says, the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So God's method is simply to take eternal forces, which is faith, and to change the things that are seen or the temporal things. Temporal means it's subject to change. That means that if you can see it, feel it, touch it, taste it, or whatever, then you can take your faith in the Word of God and change it. And uh, just the very fact that Paul says it's temporal, that's good news because all evil is temporary. There is no permanent evil. Faith is the ability to conceive what God has promised. It is a spiritual force inside the human spirit. It comes from the Word of God, and it gives the human spirit the ability to conceive 
what God has said, what God has promised, and then you will have the manifestation of it. Now, see, I want to mention this. We'll come back in some of the other sessions probably and deal more with it, is the fact of what Jesus said in Mark, the 10th chapter, when he says that unless you receive the kingdom of God as a little child, you will not enter therein. Now, we've misunderstood that sometimes. We thought that he's talking about you have to have faith like a little child. But really, the way he said it, and as you study the scriptures, what you end up realizing, or what I finally saw after about 30 years of studying it, was that what Jesus was saying is the kingdom of God, when it's in you, it is the least of all seeds, see. But it grows up, and when it grows up, it becomes greater than all herbs. In other words, it'll be greater than everything else in your life. The kingdom and the kingdom principles, see. So he said, if you don't receive the kingdom as you would receive a little child, then you won't enter into it. That's the way it works. It starts small. You see, you never receive a child full grown, do you? And your faith is not going to start out full grown. In fact, there's more to it than that. Because when you begin to study that, faith being the ability in the human spirit to conceive the Word of God, then a child grows inside its mother. And that's what happens to the kingdom. The kingdom grows inside you. So if you don't receive it as a little child, in other words, he's telling you where it is. It's right in here. It's in the womb of the spirit, and it grows there, and it develops there. See, that's the way your faith develops. You don't have faith full grown. I mean, you know, you read where it says that God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Well, certainly he has. But we found out the only way that you can measure faith is to measure the amount of word that's in you. So you didn't start out with the whole Bible inside you. But it grows. You start with a small amount, and it grows, and you add to it, see? And you hold fast to it, and it grows within you. So when he says, except you receive the kingdom as a little child, he's talking about you have to receive it into your human spirit. And it's small when it's received, but it grows, and it grows, and it grows, and then it's manifest around you. There's another statement here that I'd like to make. I, I don't know whether I made this one or not, but it's concerning faith. Faith in action. Now listen very closely to what I'm saying. Faith in action is God's personality in manifestation. Now you may have to think on that a while and write it down because you see, it takes faith to please God. In Hebrews 11th chapter, verse 6, it says, But without faith it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So the reason that it takes faith to please God is because God is not pleased unless we're operating in his laws. You see, God has some laws. And the law of faith is the law of God. The Apostle Paul talks about this in the third chapter of Romans. And he talks about the law of faith. He said, where is boasting then? Is it excluded by what law of works? He says, nay, but by the law of faith. So he calls faith a law, and actually, we could say it this way, faith is the law of the new covenant. See, works was the law of the old covenant, but faith is the law of the new covenant. See, there's many things that you can't enter into except through faith. That's the only way you can enter into it. And faith, then, in action, faith in action is the personality, God's personality in manifestation. 
Now, let me show you why I say this. Uh, I don't know whether we got into this in any of the other sessions or not. But let's go to Hebrews, the first chapter. Now, we've talked about the 11th chapter, verse 1, where it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Now, substance means the raw material, or, you see, the thing that would cause the manifestation. Now, notice in Hebrews, the first chapter, verse 3, it says, well, we can't hardly read verse 3 without reading. Let's just start in verse 1. God, who in sundry times and divers manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. Now, you realize, see, when you read this, by whom also he made the worlds, that he's referring to the Word of God. He says his Son... But he says, by whom also he made the worlds, and Jesus was the Word of God on the earth. The Word took upon itself flesh, John said. So he's referring to him as the Son and the Word here in this verse of Scripture. Then he says, who being in the brightness, the Word, or Jesus, being in the brightness of his glory, and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than angels. Now the phrase I want you to look at is the first part of the verse where it says, and the express image, well let's read down to that, who being the brightness of his glory, the word, our Jesus, being the brightness of God's glory and the express image, which really means the exact expression of God's person, his person. See, his refers to God. The Word of God, our Jesus, was the exact expression of God's substance. You want to know what God's like? Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He said, I do only that which I see my Father do. So what Jesus was doing was just what he saw his father do. Jesus said, I speak only that which I hear my father say. Now, if you want to know why Jesus was so highly developed in his faith, it was because that he always spoke what his father said. That's how he defeated the devil. And that's how we can defeat the devil. There's more power in the word of God than most people have ever realized. Now, here's the point I'm coming to, and this is the thing I want you to see. This word person here in verse 3 where it says express image of his person in other words Jesus or the word being the brightness of God's glory and the express image of God's person the word person there is the very same Greek word that's translated substance in Hebrews 11.1 1. you could actually say it this way now faith is the person of things hoped for now Jesus was the personification of God's word he was God's Word in person form. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Before I leave the broadcast, let me remind you all this week, the offer is special offer. It's God's Creative Power for Finances, a mini book, plus the mini book read on CD by yours truly, Charles Capps. God's Creative Power for Finances by Charles and Annette Capps. 
And this will give you insight into how to put the principles of God in motion to help you financially. That's offer number 7056, 7056, God's Creative Power for Finances, the mini book, plus the CD with the confessions and the teaching narrated for a total of $13. Now, in this teaching and in this book, we talk about learning to use the authority of God's Word to eliminate debt, to collect accounts receivable, to make timely payments on monthly bills, to sell property, or to buy property. These principles work in every area of life. And what we're talking about, I have had it working in my life for over 20 years. And we share these things where it will help you get an understanding of how to operate in the Word of God. You see, Jesus said in Luke 17, If you had faith as a mustard seed, you would say to the sycamine tree, Be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. He said inanimate objects would obey faith-filled words. If you had faith as a seed, as a mustard seed, that means faith that will not change. You can't change a mustard seed. It's going to be mustard, anything you do to it. You cannot hybrid a mustard seed. It won't take. You can't cross-pollinate it. That's offer number 7056, God's Creative Power for Finances, the mini book, plus the CD and the confessions for $10 plus $3 postage and handling. That's offer number 7056 for a total of $13. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.